0: Good day, Phil Michael show on this Monday after a, uh, an awful performance offensively by the Wisconsin Badgers and a topsy turvy NFL weekend. What a weekend it was. If you're an NFL fan, man, uh, a lot of, uh, well, put it this way. Nobody's undefeated anymore. The Jets, who remember at the beginning of the season, Grant, when we thought, boy, even with Aaron Rodgers, boy, if they if they even have two wins, they're going to be lucky after the first six games. Yeah. Our expectations, if they could
1: just get through the, this first part of the schedule, 500 or somewhere around 500, right. they'd be good. And they've
0: done it without him. And they did it without Aaron Rodgers. They got a win yesterday, and they knocked off the Eagles. The Eagles are now... Uh, they have one loss on the docket, and then Cleveland in that defense. And the weather also, which I, I hate to make excuses, but the weather did play a role in that. Uh, Brock Purdy, it's like he had not ever played in rain before. He dropped the ball twice yesterday, and then one time he threw a, a pass. I don't know, it was maybe a 20-yard pass, something like that. It just floated. It just completely slipped out of his hand. And then the interception he had yesterday was a high pass behind the receiver instead of in front of the receiver. Very uncharacteristic. and uh, But I'll, I'll say this. Is Brock Purdy now like a star in the league, do you think? Feels like last week was as close to stardom
1: as as he got. Last week, I think after they did that to the Cowboys, people actually started yeah. to give him credit. Uh, right. I don't know if he's a star, but people were buying into him for sure. I
0: think there's a lot of Purdy fans that are kind of rooting for him. He's the underdog. He's Mr. Irrelevant. And he's playing on one of the best teams in the National Football League. And everybody still seems to think that it's either San Francisco or maybe Miami are the two best teams right now. Uh, maybe throw Kansas City in there, obviously. But but Purdy's getting a lot of a lot of airtime, a lot of play. And to see him. As opposed to the swagger of some. I like watching, like, Dak Prescott, you know. And, again, I respect him. He's putting on the suits and the ties and all that stuff and trying to come in with the cool. Brock Purdy shows up in just a jacket and a hoodie. He's just in a jacket and a hoodie at the postgame presser. And, like, not... and then again, maybe he can't afford it yet. He's Mr. Irrelevant, right? He's probably only making about 800000 bucks, if that. But he just shows up in a jacket and a hoodie very frank, very honest, you know, very humble. It's just I I I love watching him play and I I that's a guy I root for. Just root for him like nobody's business. Um I same same with like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, he's gotten a little more glitz and glam obviously since he signed the big contract, but he's still pretty humble. Where like even Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow a lot of the time shows up like right after practice, but if you watch Joe Burrow walking in and out of games now, he's He's beyond glammed. He's getting his fashion uh, done for him now. Uh, What he's supposed to wear before games, I guess, is now being chosen for him on certain things. He gives them the theme, and then they dress him, which is just stupid as hell for a football player, but oh well. But I just loved watching Brock Purdy after the game. Very frank, very honest, you know. So we'll see. Mark says wait till he gets paid. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I cuz I never thought Rodgers would go big time either. And Rodgers did. You know, Rodgers had the different outfits and had to show up to camp in a different theme and you know, and all that kind of stuff and then got it, it was a big 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 eye roll, you know. But Brock Purdy, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing. I'm I'm that's a guy that I'm rooting for. Josh Allen's kind of the same way. Josh Allen doesn't get too big. He hasn't gotten too big either. Then again, he shouldn't because God, you know, not next week he had a bad game this week, so next week i don't even know who they play next week but next week he'll, he'll probably turn it on and he'll throw for three touchdowns 340 yards and no picks and have a quarterback rating of 127 or something like that and be absolutely spectacular but nevertheless uh 8778671670 867 1670 but how about the jets we just said if they're at 500 that's a hell of a record they're sitting at 3 and 3 Rogers back in the field yesterday no crutches no walking boot no nothing and actually throwing passes on the sideline everybody believes he's going to be back and anywhere four to six weeks, which I think is completely crazy. But, you know, we'll see. They're just trying to now play to hang on to something so he can come riding in after Zach Wilson, who's aged and become graceful. Um, you know, he, uh, he ends up, you know, kind of walking back through that door, and then they have these delusions of grandeur that he's going to then – guide them like some shining white knight coming over the hill into a, a promised land of Super Bowl so we'll wait and see i mean but then again they got to be careful because whatever he does this year if he re-enters that thing that's going to affect next season as well so you got to be really 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 sure if you think aaron rodgers is all of a sudden going to be playing some football uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy uh mark listening to us in Green Bay first out of the shoot mark how you doing today man what's going on
2: I'm good. I just was trying to give you an update on Graham Mertz. Yeah. Um, I caught his first game of the year against Utah, which didn't go well. They lost. But I've been following him since since then. And then on Mm -hmm. Saturday against South Carolina, they were down by 10 points in the fourth corner. And Graham Mertz engineered two 70-yard touchdowns that put him ahead. And the last one coming with 47 seconds on the clock. And the final mm-hmm. on Saturday was seventy-one, or 41 to 39. But one other thing, the completion percentage rating, he's third in the nation right now. He's behind Nit of Oregon and J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. And he's number three for Florida. Yeah. So I just thought I'd uh, – one other thing that is, is uh, stats for Saturday. He was 30 for 48 for 423 yards and three yeah. touchdowns and no interceptions.
0: Yeah, I, I just saw thought I'd that. Bring that up. Yep. Isn't I, that I did see, Yep, I did see that against South Carolina. Now, South Carolina, uh, two and four, and one and three in conference. They're not that great, but no, I did see he threw for four hundred and plus yards. Man, I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, Graham Mertz, uh, not having a, a terrible time of it down in Florida, as many had kind of predicted that he would be just awful. Uh, but here's something to think about uh, when it comes to Graham Mertz. Now, take it for what it is. Okay. But his completion percentage in 2022 was 57.3, threw for 2,136 yards, 19 touchdowns, 10 picks. This year, his completion percentage is 76.2%, which is just stupid good. He's already thrown for almost 93 yards shy of 1,900 yards, with still three or four games left to go, 12 touchdowns. Only two picks and a quarterback rating of 163.7. I mean, he's like off the charts good right now. SEC now, player of the week this week, too. Yep. And they have some people around them. Don't get me wrong. But Graham Ertz has found it in Florida. And you always ask yourself when somebody leaves your program and has success elsewhere, what? why they suddenly got it somewhere else. Graham Mertz, with those numbers, will find his way into the NFL. What he does with it after that, who knows. But he'll eventually find his way into the NFL. If he continues to play at that kind of a clip with a 71.4% completion percentage, he's averaging over eight yards a pass. And just, or uh, yeah, averaging uh, eight and a half yards a pass, which is the most in his career, by the way and 12 touchdowns and only two picks. The The two picks are what's so baffling to me because he was always good for throwing a pick. He would always throw two or three balls that were just inexplicably bad and a bad decision in a bad place at the wrong time. And all of a sudden now it's like somebody flipped the switch and the light ball went off and Graham Mertz is getting it. It is not only good for Graham Mertz, but, in a backhanded way, doesn't that then become somewhat of an indictment for what he was being taught or schooled or studying here at Wisconsin when it came to football on the field? So no, Graham Mertz uh very difficult to make fun of Graham Mertz right now.
3: In some way,
0: because he's 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 nailing it in Florida. Uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy uh, got one here. This is from, uh, this is from, uh, who's this, from? this is from Joe, Joe, Joe says, uh, Hey guys, um, during the bye week, did we learn anything about Denver? Yes. Denver sucks. The Packers should go in and get beat only by seven rather than by 25. Uh, it's going to be an ugly battle. And if the Packers don't do something soon about this offense, they're going to continually continue to find frustration. And it's going to eventually turn on Jordan love their quarterback because they're going to realize that he is simply not the guy. Do you agree? In a locker room, yeah. I mean, right now there's nobody's uh, – I, I think, and, and again, people made too much out of what Jair Alexander had to say after the game against the Raiders. They they People wanted to make it into Jair is taking a backhanded slap at the offense or the coaching staff or the play calling, and that's not what he was doing. He was very – it was a really – it was a good moment. It was just basically saying, hey, guys, it's going to take a little bit of time. These guys, you know, he, he now he didn't get into the details of it, but it's like they've, they've lost guys on the offensive line. They've had to shuffle that around. It's been in and out with a guy like Christian Watson. They've had some guys that have gotten banged up. Aaron Jones has been banged up. It's been inconsistent. It's going to take them a little while all to get on the same page. We're only a few games into this thing. Relax. The defense is going to just have to do more. He put it more on the defense than he did blaming the offense. I think what caught people's eye or ear was when he said, well, we're going to have to score too, meaning, yeah, we got to take the ball away and we're going to have to help out our offense. Either you're going to take the ball away deep in their territory and give the offense at least three points and a shot there, or maybe we get a couple of fumbles and we get a couple of balls that we can kick into the end zone and fall on or something to that effect. I, it was a very honest moment and people just wanted to make way too, I mean, it was being played everywhere and that's, if you if you saw his face, read the inflection that he had to say, it just that wasn't it. He wasn't bad mouthing his offense. He they, it's not like the you know Jordan Love and Matt Lafleur have lost the team because the offense isn't scoring points. It's a struggle. It's not easy. But I don't believe that they that's what he was trying to indicate at all. I I just I, I don't go in that direction. If you read it, if it was like in writing. Yeah, then it then it comes, you can read it with different inflection, but that's not what he was saying. So I, I gave Jair a lot of credit for understanding the situation and saying, hey, gang, you know, basically saying, hey, take it easy. You know, just relax. It, it'll come. It's just you got to give these guys a little bit of time. We used to give Rodgers all the time in the world because you know why? Because say it with me, friends, they weren't on the same page. And Rodgers was a veteran. Oh, they're not on the same page. Oh, that's just, you know. But we never doubted Rodgers' knowledge either. It was always the play calling of Matt LaFleur was bad, and when it didn't work out, Rodgers wasn't at fault. We became so used to that. Now you don't know. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know if it's a bad play call. You don't know if it's a, a misread by Jordan Love, a misread by the receiver, a bad call, a bad audible, a, a, you know, whatever. So you're not sure just yet. you got to kind of figure it out, and I that's all he was indicating. I just got to figure it out. We'll be okay. Joe, thanks for the email. 877 867 167 You want to shoot us a a phone call? You can. Get your voice to be heard. We would love to hear from you. Also, got a whole lot of more good stuff. We got, uh, like I mentioned, Wayne Larrabee coming up here uh, at the bottom of the next hour. We'll talk with him. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. They got the rock and brews going on down there. They have got these Dream Dance Steakhouse, which is awesome if you haven't ever eaten there. 360 bar right in the middle of the place. They have gaming. They have slots. They have the sports book. They have bingo is back. And then you can put it all together by staying right there under one roof. in the casino and hotel side, hotel side with the, uh, the Canal Street Cafe, which is awesome for breakfast and such in the morning. That's Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Go to paysbig.com. That is paysbig.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
3: All right, Team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. Hurry, take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com.
1: 6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restriction supplies showroom for details. Offers at 1031 2021
0: Got a Christmas party coming up? You're looking for a great venue? Maybe you've got uh, something from work you're gathering your friends, whatever it happens to be and you're looking for a venue to do it that's not too big, not too expensive, but with a great view and a great atmosphere? That's Northern Lights EventVenue.com, Northern Lights EventVenue.com and you can see their stuff on the website but whether it's a dinner, a wedding, a photo shoot, a business event of any type, Uh, team building, meeting space, upstairs, downstairs. They've got a beautiful venue right on the Riverwalk, downtown Milwaukee. And you can check them out again, northernlightseventvenue.com. That's northernlightseventvenue.com. And if you are, again, looking for a holiday party of any type, you want to take your small business or maybe a group of, you know, executive upper echelon people, maybe it's your team, your marketing team, your sales team, whatever it happens to be, whatever you need they got a great venue that's northernlightseventvenue.com Lights eventvenue.com Northern event, um let's see here thomas says the more i watch other quarterbacks i have my doubts with jordan love but the receivers are green as well um my question would be and and we were just talking about Brock Purdy, and is Brock Purdy kind of on that rising star superstar thing? If if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt in that game against Philadelphia and takes uh, takes San Francisco to a Super Bowl, Brock Purdy is is he is then bursting on the scene? And this year they're what five and one? They lose yesterday to a to a. The Browns are not a good football team, but their defense is their defense is elite. I think they're the number one ranked defense in the National Football League right now when it comes to total yards given up. Uh, But their their defense is for real. But it was a rain game, and I'm not making excuses, but I'm just saying I just the ball slipped out of his hands a couple of times and just didn't look never looked really comfortable. Okay, but if you were going to take a guy that just got thrown into the mix last year because their number one draft choice Trey Lance fizzled out Jimmy Garoppolo goes down so you're like we gotta go to the backup to the backup Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy the guy everybody passed on and now he's a legitimate quarterback and star in this league who would you rather take Grant would you take Jordan Love or Brock Purdy oh don't do this to me um, I'd take Brock Purdy
1: every damn day of the week you would for what I've seen what do you think Brock Purdy would look like with and I'm not disagreeing. I don't know how I'd answer. What do you think Brock Purdy would look like if he was playing with 23, 24-year-old Watson, Dobbs, Reed, Musgrave?
0: I don't know. I think it would not be a lot better, but it would be better. <laughs> it, would be, it
1: would be marginally better? <laughs> marginally better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I I say that because of I see Brock Purdy and the way he's been coached and what they run from him, or run for him, and the way Shanahan has handled him. And then I see, in a very similar sense, Matt Lafleur scaled it back. the The difference is they that Brock Purdy's got elite talent. He's got George Kittle. He's got Debo Samuel. He's got McCaffrey. He's got those guys and a good offensive line.
1: Yeah, Trent Williams plays football. Actually, his left tackle yes. plays. Yes, so that
0: right. So, um. I would I would take Purdy, but remember, Purdy's only been in the league since last year. And you know, Rick says, well, Purdy's played a lot more ball than love. He's played a few more games, okay, but he just got into this last year and he was the backup to the backup. I mean, for people that want to make excuses for Jordan Love at this point, what you could the only thing you can say is Jordan Love is playing with a lot of young talent around him in the tight end and the wide receiver position and a mismatched offensive line right now because of injury. And Brock Purdy has been the benefactor of one talent around him 2 he's got a really good offensive line. And then three, he's got the mind of Shanahan. So, and, but Rick, Rick's talking about, why well, he's a four year starter at Iowa state and this and that. I don't care. He was drafted the absolute positive last player at the end of the seventh round. Jordan Love, they traded up to get in the first round. It's, it's, It's on its face is what it is. So how would Love be performing, do you think, in San Francisco? And you have to ask yourself, the talent around him, would he be better? Probably would he be coached better? Because that puts into, into question then not only, you know, Tom Clements, but also Matt LaFleur as a head coach. You know, nobody wants to talk about, well, you know, look, Jordan Love sat behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. You know, look at what Zach Wilson's all of a sudden becoming. Zach Wilson, after being just basically, they didn't even want him back. People in that locker room hated him. Rogers came in, resurrected his his image, has been working with him, apparently, during the week to help him study and show him the ins and outs, according to the reports coming out of uh, New York, since Rogers finished his surgery and went back to New York. He's been actually going to the facility and working with Zach Wilson. So, you you know... uh, I think Zach Wilson's be- becoming, over the last couple of weeks, has actually looked like a more mature quarterback. Now he's not lighting up the scoreboard, don't get me wrong, but he's become a more mature quarterback. There was a couple of plays yesterday that I watched, and I'm like, wow, the old Zach Wilson would have just ran around and threw it up willy-nilly and possibly turned the ball over. Now he's be, be, be becoming better 877-867-1670. Who would you take at this point, Brock Purdy or Jordan Love? It's just a, it's just one of those throwout questions that got brought up to me. So I'm like, okay. I uh, I don't know. I at this point, just because of the, I think Jordan Love has carried himself really well. I think he has shown moxie. So has Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy to me has been more accurate, and Brock Purdy to me. Now, he hasn't had to do it a lot because his offensive line is better, but he's been much quicker with the release of the football than Jordan Love. When you go through the comparison and you look when the pressure's on, he's he's getting rid of it most of the time quickie, quickly. And don't forget, you know, Trey Lance was a first-round draft choice. They worked with him. They worked with him big time, and Trey Lance didn't get it. They cut bait. Like, like no, this guy, no, no. he, He's he's never going to get it. We drafted a box of rocks. Brock Purdy is better. Doesn't always go to show that just because you've been, you know, they traded up to get you and they mortgage the future that you're not it. We've seen it happen all the time throughout football.
1: I'm really hoping, Bill, time. after yesterday, that the Niners, they have their quarterback and Brock Purdy – and they're going to make the divisional round or the NFC championship game, and they lose because of their rookie kicker. That would be that would be very 49ers-ish yeah. in how things have oh. worked for them the last decade.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the kicker yesterday obviously pushed one wide right. Otherwise, they come back. And Brock Purdy, don't forget, took his first loss, but he, in Aaron Rodgers-esque form, brought him back and drove him down the field. It's like, here you go. we are in field goal range. Plenty of distance. It's not like he missed it because it fell short. Plenty of distance. He just pushed it wide right. Otherwise, San Francisco wins that game. Rick says at least San Francisco didn't double down on the mistake. Yeah. Kyle says, heck, I'm taking C.J. Stroud over Love. You know, we talked about this, that C.J. Stroud, I wasn't sure if he was going to be a good quarterback, and then watching him last year at Ohio State be more of a – because the guy can run, but – He really did stand more tall in the pocket because at first I thought, ah, this is just another athletic quarterback that's going to want to run, going to want to take off the big hand slap, you know, that garbage that you know all these college teams like to do. And I I thought, okay, this he he, they don't run more of a NFL style of offense, and then you got to tell them to basically forget everything they've ever learned. And you've got to take all that athleticism and form it into a quarterback for the National Football League. C.J. Stroud, as the season went on last year, looked better and better. There were moments where he did not play well in big games. But he did bring them back against Georgia. It's just the idiot Ryan Day decided to sit on that at <laughs> that spot in the field. Otherwise, they may get a little bit closer and they may be able to kick a field goal and actually move on against Georgia. But, nah. I C.J. Stroud's impressed me much, much more than Justin Fields even did. Justin Fields, in my opinion, has regressed. And now he's banged up again. I think Houston's got
1: something going. I was watching kind of, what is it, Fox, like the OT at the very end of the 3.30 broadcast, and they show Mm -hmm. some of the celebrations in the locker room. D'Amico Ryans has got something really going in Houston. I don't think they're amazing, but they're competitive, and I think that team has a good thing going for the first time in a long time after the Deshaun Watson saga the last few years.
0: They, Yeah, they're finally out from underneath all of that. And one of the things that I found, um, and going back to what you were saying, and, God, it was one of their defenders, and I want to say it was Jimmy Ward. I'm not positive. There's a video of Jimmy Ward. I think it's him He doing an interview, one of the Houston secondary guys doing an interview, and he says, nobody even knows our name. Nobody knows who we are. Nobody knows all the players we have. You know, nobody knows our name, and we don't care. We love it. And it's kind of that mentality of we got nothing to lose. Let's just go play football. We got nothing to lose. Nobody's going to pick us to win. Nobody cares. You know, our fans didn't even care. The only reason the fans showed up a couple of weeks ago was because J.J. Watt was getting his number retired. You know, when they show the stadium, the stadium's still still selling out, but there's not people showing up. But I think it was Jimmy Ward who said, Nobody cares. Nobody even knows our name. They don't know half the people we even have on the roster. And all of a sudden now look at where they're at. They're sitting at three and three this season. And they're getting it done with Nico Collins and Robert Woods and Noah Brown and and I mean they're getting it done with a bunch of guys that, you know, that you you really never heard of. You know, you Nico Collins you probably heard of, but beyond that, you know, not a whole lot of other guys. Who's their running back?
3: Can oh, you even name their uh,
0: Damian, Pierce. Damian Pierce. I have him fantasy. Pierce. That's the only reason yeah, why. Damian Pierce. And then Devin Singletary, I think, is the backup. But uh, nobody knows that team except for CJ Stroud. And look at them all, all of a sudden. Now, I'm not going to say they're going to win a Super Bowl, but I'm just saying that they've played themselves into respectability. And it's due in part, large part, to actually belief in the quarterback at this point. 877, 867, 867. 1670 stay tuned we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael show coming up this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at JNL Tire and Service Center as they say thanks for voting voting them the best tire dealer in the area they're in Watertown and in Johnson Creek just above 94 you can see them from the highways, as a matter of fact and whether you're driving the minivans or the big rigs doesn't matter they can handle it all they've got big facilities out there that's JNL Tire jnltire.com jnltire.com Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You want to be a part of the program? It is easy. 877 867 1670, 877 867 1670. Brock Purdy, we were talking about his performance yesterday and uh, just un-Brock Purdy-esque. And um, thought, well, you know, uh, you're watching a guy take his first loss, his first loss as a starter. And had he not gotten hurt in that game against Philadelphia, maybe, just maybe, uh, being Mr. Irrelevant, he takes his team to a Super Bowl. And I just thought, well, okay, who would you rather have? So uh, Jeff says, you can't expect to sit three years and then all of a sudden be great. Love will get this year, and at the end of the season, we will see if he improves. I actually think he gets two seasons. Are people, I think what, at least what I see, now maybe I'm wrong. But what I see and what I hear and what I read is people are hoping, praying, he gets better. That's what I see. I think there's a lot of incomplete and semi-denial there. Um, I, over the last three games, he's regressed. Let's, Let's call it, let's be honest. Okay, let's let's not let let's let's not be wimps about this. He regressed. He's regressed. He came out and really looked good against Chicago, looked pretty good in game two, uh, had a couple of mistakes against Atlanta, and pretty much since then it's been an S show. The offense sucks. Let's call it what it is. It's a lot of false starts, penalties, um, whether it's play calling or Bad throat. Let's call it what it is. Let's let's stop let's let's stop trying to be soft about this. Okay? Let's let's be honest. Has it been good? Hell no. Has it been average? Hell no. It's been below average, way below average. It's been bad. And every, well, you gotta get you gotta give that. You gotta get I agree. There's there's a lot of factors here. Uh, just like I said yesterday, Brock Purdy didn't have a good game. Why? Obviously, big left tackle goes down, and then you had McCaffrey go down, you had Debo Samuel go down. And without his main weapons, didn't look good. Plus, it was the weather. Looked like the ball slipped out of his hands a couple of times. Made some bad plays. Okay, didn't look good. Absolutely. So when it comes to Jordan Love, young wide receivers, young tight ends. Uh, your best weapon, really, in Aaron Jones has been down since game one. You haven't really been able to utilize him too much. Your left tackle's been in and out and now gone for the remainder of a season and his career here in Green Bay. You had some injuries up front, John Runyon with his ankle, Josh Myers hasn't played good, Elton Jenkins coming back from injury. Okay, all right, I'll give you all of that. But you also have to be a leader. You know, he did that in the game against New Orleans. But, again, I go back to the fact that they have played really, really, really bad football. Really bad football out of, like, three games and 12 quarters for maybe, what, out of those 12 quarters, 9 quarters, it's been ugly, bad football to the point where they've been booed? So I I don't, I don't think he's played that great. I said all along I didn't think he was going to be that good. And I've been the one that's kind of like holding judgment and holding judgment and holding judgment not to jump on the pile and go, Psh, told you, but I'm not seeing anything. I've seen some good throws. I've tried to look at it analytically. I've tried to be fair. I've tried to be honest. Good throws on the back shoulder where only his guy could get it. We talked about that at the beginning of the season. Talked about that throw to Romeo Dobbs, perfect route. Hit him crossing in the middle. Looked off the coverage. I mean, great job. And then, But you can't live 50-50 in the National Football League. You can't do that. The accuracy sucks. Can't throw more than 15 yards downfield. And the deep ball is non-existent. I don't care if you put Usain Bolt out there. It doesn't matter. If you can't hit him, if you're overthrowing him by 10 yards, underthrowing him by 10, doesn't matter. So what I'm looking for is a lot of improvement come Denver. A lot of improvement come Denver. Because then you start to get into some games that are going to really kind of matter within your division. And if it continues to look bad, man, we're going to jump all over that like a sumo wrestler. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 867 1670 Dwayne says, if they don't look a lot better on Sunday versus one of the worst defenses in the National Football League, we really need to question everything. Got it. Troy, or Tony says there's a big difference between telling the truth and being outright negative about the Packers. You are putting way too much blame on love than the reality that it is. What's the reality, Tony? No, no, no. You don't get away with saying that. What's the reality? I gave you all the excuses, all the reasons why. I just went over everything. What's the reality? What is your reality, Tony? What reality do you live in? Steve says no run game. Well, The run game is because you had Aaron Jones, who's been down, A.J. Dillon, who has regressed, and an offensive line who has not been able to to open up holes in the consistent because they've been banged up. Is that a reality? That's reality, I believe. Am I off on anything here, Grant? Am I am I too hard on what's going on in Green Bay right now?
1: No, I, I don't think so. I, I think it would be unfair. Maybe you'd go over the top if you were saying it was all Jordan Love. Like right. Jordan Love is there, but you're referencing the penalties, the miscommunications, right, the the wide receivers being young. So I, I think you're taking a big picture yeah. view, which is pretty fair. The offense has been poor for lots of different reasons.
0: been awful. Uh, Pac-Fan says, terrible offensive line, injuries, and no run game. 100% agree. Offensive line bad. How did the offensive line get this bad? Because they've always been good. It didn't matter. You had plug-and-play guys. How did the offense get this bad? But he's right. Terrible line, injuries, no run game. Um... You got Michael saying half of the fan base is delusional. Which way, delusional into believing that things are better than what they are, or things are not as good as what some are believing? That I'd love to know. 877-867-1670. seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Joe, listening to us in Viroqua, where we're going to be coming up for the Norwegian Hollow uh, huddle on Wednesday night. Coming up here in a few, uh, about a month or so. Joe, how you doing? Good, thanks, Bill. Say, um, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love. I got to give the edge to Brock.
2: I'm tired of hearing everybody, all the analysts say he's a a program quarterback. To me, it's if you got a coach that knows what your weapons are, that's perfect. And right now with Jordan, we got a coach that I don't think he knows what his weapons are. Maybe we don't have the weapons. I don't know. Yeah. That's where I sit on it, Brock. I sit, and I'll preface that with i am a cyclone graduate so i'm going to give the edge there too so
0: okay no fair enough i get it i appreciate it man i i just give him the edge just because he's had results he's delivered the football even with good and or bad receivers good talent around him. i mean whatever um so if that's the case then if it's the talent around the quarterback then is it not the quarterback Now, you know, you don't have a Debo Samuel on this team. You don't have a Christian McCaffrey on this team, albeit Aaron Jones is a very good running back. Um, you don't have a George Kittle, not yet. I think Musgrave can develop into a really good tight end. I, I really like what I've seen from him. There are times that he can – he he kind of finds his way in the route. Um, when, you know, you look at his own and he's going across the middle and there's a there's a sit-down space, you know, you can kind of get into that. And you can see it. You can, you know, he's feeling his way. He's, you know, if you're off by a yard or two, it can be a big difference in the National Football League. So he's he's learning. He, but I really like the fact that he's got catchability, man. He, we haven't seen that in a long time. I love what uh, him and Tucker Craft, for that matter. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Gerardo be first out of the shoot when we come back. So stay tuned. I want to get to a break and then we'll come back. Um. The, uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get back into this. Uh, Got to say hi to our friends at every plumbing and heating. They're right there in uh, out there in uh, La Crosse, Trempolo, Vernon Counties, Monroe, Jackson County. And if you are this time of year, you should be uh, giving them a shout. Say, hey, I just need to get a tune-up, just a check-up on the furnace and the furnace filters, the boiler, whatever it happens to be. Get them in there. Make sure you get it checked up, and it's good to go come wintertime. Because the one thing you don't want to have happen is have a switch or an igniter or something go bad. Uh, just as it hits, you know, 10 degrees and with a wind chill of zero. You, that's the worst. So get them in there. Let them check it out. Let them see what uh, is working, isn't working, or is on the cusp of not working. And then they can get, let you know what's going on. Good stuff from our friends at Every Plumbing and Heating. Call them 608 783 2803. That's in Onalaska. 608 783 2803. More of the Bill Michael Show now. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen
3: up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass.
2: No interference on that play, Coach.
3: And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go.
0: If you haven't gotten your boat covered yet or uh, got it in for a uh, service to get it winterized, ooh, you're playing with fire at this point. Whether it's a boat cover, bimini top, bow cover, travel cover, that's the place to go. Or even upholstery, for that matter. Uh, get a hold of our buddy Dwayne. D-U-A-N-E-S. Dwayne'scoveritall.com. That is Dwayne'scoveritall.com. Whether it's a boat cover, maybe an awning out in front of your business. Uh, if you have different office furniture and such, uh, maybe if you're trying to save a little bit of money in that sense, rather than buying all new, you can have it recovered. He can do that. There's so many different things that Dwayne can do, and him and his staff are just awesome, and they continue to expand. That's Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Call him. It's worth the phone call, 715-870-2119. I had two things, a, a seat on my boat and a the couch, the leather couch in the RV, both of which had little holes in them. And little tears, and uh, they were both repaired. You'd never know where, unless you knew it, you'd never know. You can't point it out, and they're that good. That's Dwayne's D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All dot com. That's Dwayne's Cover It All dot com. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to Gerard listening to the program in Delaware. Gerard, what's going on, man? Hey,
4: Bill, listen, you're right. I mean, you know, no one can deny it so far about love, but. You got to look at things the way, you know, the way three years to prepare this guy into a system, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, he does have talent. I mean, uh, yes. his accuracy isn't the best, but he does have talent. So, three years to get him to the system. You had how many days to prepare this team for Crosby, who's the only defensive player on the Raiders, who they couldn't stop. Okay, that's Matt Love's fault, right? So, right. So, And you're you're looking at this team and you're going, well, they had three years to prepare for love. They couldn't prepare for one guy, the only guy they have on defense, the only guy, and they couldn't do it. And then now you're looking at it and you're saying, well, are they going to get five wins or eight wins or whatever? And they're playing an awful Denver team coming up. And if they lose to them, there's got to be some changes coming. So, look. Here's what they did in the 70s and 80s that sank them. They traded away assets for quick fixes. We don't want that. Okay, that's what that's what Divine and Bart Starr did. They, they did that in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. and that's what sank them for such a long time because they made so many bad moves for, you know, for like old guys and this and that and everything else. So, you know, Bill, you could blame Love and say he's mediocre and say he's this and say he's that. But if you look at the guy, he has the tools. It's not like he doesn't. And he's not, And this isn't his, is his first year. He's been in the system. So whose fault is it? Whose mm-hmm. fault is all this? This is what we have to figure out.
0: Why you are he, either why have – tell me if I'm right here. You either have the knowledge and wherewithal with the mental – because most of the quarterbacks that get drafted, they all have the physical ability. But it's what it's what you have between the ears and the ability to decipher information quickly, correct?
4: Correct. Absolutely
0: correct. So Absolutely. you either you either have it or you don't. Go ahead.
4: Right, but when he's running and the offensive line and then you got a, how fourteen how many days to prepare for one defensive player and this defensive player is eating your offensive line like uh, you know, cracker jacks. Right. I mean, it's a joke. It's an absolute right. joke. You had, to, you had to devise the system to just take this guy out of the game, and that's what you do. Good coaches do that. Good coaches say, hey, listen, this guy ain't going to beat us, so we're going to do everything we can in our power to make sure this guy. Now, you play teams that have four and five really good players. That's a different ball game. But this team had one good defensive player, and you couldn't do anything about it. Whose fault is that?
0: Right. No, I that you I know completely what I mean? agree with. Come that, on, now yep, we, we 100 fair. No, 100 percent
4: You know they couldn't be block him, as as and even the when ball. they did
0: try to, and even when they did try to block him, there were times they completely whiffed because he got past him so fast.
4: Uh, unbelievable! How do you right. do this? How did? Where was the Gora in the backfield blocking, helping to block this? If he can't, I know he can't do anything, but you know what I mean. Just getting away.
0: They I mean, had a two-tight end set on Max Crosby and both whiffed at one point. Tucker Craft like Dove it, and it, caught air.
4: Yeah, I saw that play. Yeah, yeah, that play, I remember. Yeah, that was really embarrassing. And then when he – what's his name? Gra- uh, Kraft grabbed the guy's leg. That was even yeah. more embarrassing. I mean, right. I haven't seen that since Pop Warner. But, uh, you know, this is uh, this is ridiculous. I So, I'm telling you – I think the coaching staff has been totally revealed of what they really are. Okay. And I think love, either like you said, he's either like you said, he doesn't have it in between, or, or it's something else. I, I, you know, it's they're so erratic, you can't pinpoint exactly what's wrong with this team. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest problem. No, I, that's a, I'll agree with you, Bill.
0: I'll agree with you, you. appreciate the phone call Yep, no, appreciate it Gerard Real quick, Will says uh, then Purdy was a bum yesterday Uh, Purdy doesn't have his veterans and it's okay However, Love appears to be the only one who knows the offense And well, by the way, Will, no He was the one that didn't know the offense Everybody else knew it in Atlanta He made the wrong call and dove forward on a fourth down And screwed it up because he made the wrong call So you're wrong there, so take that Uh, Then he said, I'm a renowned Love hater What is a hater? And I dare you to either call the program or explain that. Will I'm not a hater. I'm a realist. I look at things in a light, and I tell you what it is. And because you don't like it, you don't agree with me. You want to call me a hater because I point out things that are negative. Tell me what's positive. Let's do that. Tell me what's positive. Give me the give me the positive. I get it about receivers running the same way. I you know look. Tell me what's positive. Tell me, that, that's the only example you gave me so far of who doesn't know the offense, the receivers. They did it twice. They've done it twice where they had receivers in the same area at the same time. So you're pointing out one thing. I've pointed out one play. Yeah, just like you did. I can point out new, numerous. Love doesn't know the entirety of the offense. Otherwise, they wouldn't roll him out. No, he doesn't. You're wrong. You're 100 percent wrong. And you won't admit it. You're going to battle me all day because you're going to bitch cry and whine because the result hasn't been what you wanted. And because I point out the obvious and the negative and the bad plays, you want to say I'm a hater. That's on you. And that's pretty, 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 pretty rousy. Pretty lousy. No, they don't run it all the time. I'm not even, you're going to get blocked. I'm going to block you because you're you're just an idiot now. 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show next.